This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we return to our normal format and are going to talk about Gung Ho. Well, our almost normal format. That's true. <laughs> uh, Gung Ho came out in 1986, directed by Ron Howard, written by Edward Blum, Lowell Gons, and Babalo Mandel. Babalo. <laughs> Wait, isn't it starring Randolph Scott? Randolph Gung Scott. Ho. Oh, shit. I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> uh, starring Michael Keaton. Uh, how do you say his first name? Ged? Getty? Getty Lee? Wanted, <laughs> Watanabe. This is Getty Watanabe. Yeah. Getty? yeah. Close enough. Close enough. Uh, George Went. Mimi Rogers, John Turturro, Clint Howard, others. There's a lot Boston, of character actors in this movie. Yeah, Boss Tanaka, um, <laughs> yeah, and others. Um, all right, uh, this was my uh, nomination, and I did not see this in theaters, but I remember watching this at home with my parents. On like my dad rented it. I think as I mentioned in the past, my dad did not like much or anyone, but a few people he did. And when he did like you, he liked you. And Michael Keaton made that list. It's like John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, Michael Keaton. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Jack Nicholson and I think Kevin Klein for some reason, which is weird for my dad. But like when Michael Keaton never made the list. So that was a, he would sit with the family and watch it. And I really didn't know what was going on. Like I liked the. The car fell apart. <laughs> like, like really childish stuff back then. And I thought I saw once more like on TV since then. But this is the first time I've really watched it since 1986 or 87. Um, yeah, we can talk about it. Uh, Alex, what's your history with this movie? Uh, first, I'd like to say that this is actually a really good pick for Thanksgiving. As two cultures <laughs> coming together... In mutual understanding by the end of uh, two hours. <laughs> in mutual understanding and mild racism. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just like in the Pilgrim days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I don't know when I saw this movie first. I think I caught it on TV. I want to say it was one of those, like, I didn't... There was nothing much on, nothing to do. So I was just surfing the channels. And I might have caught it on, like, Channel 13 or something back in the day. Uh, the first time I saw it. And uh, I haven't seen it since, until today. And Clint uh. Howard has never looked thicker. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and Scott, what's your history with this movie? Uh, similar to Alex, I feel like this was on TV a lot when I was a kid. Uh, maybe this is one of those HBO movies uh, that was on all the time. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember seeing it as a kid. I I vaguely remember watching it at some point, um, like in like late teens. But uh, yeah, I have not seen this really since. 
it's it's a little bit of a rough watch. <laughs> yeah, there's some some funny things in here, uh, some really funny things. But uh, yeah, we'll get into it. All right. Um, so because of our schedule and personal lives and everything taking over lately, we didn't really have time to make our list. So we're just going to talk about the movie this week. No top sevens, no crossovers. Let's just let's just talk about Gung Ho. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, at the very beginning, it was kind of a typical movie format where the one guy is, you know, fish out of water where he goes to Japan. And I mean, we kind of saw this in Lost Translation, but they did it better in that than there. But he's... He's in Japan. Everything's different. And ha ha ha. Like, I don't know. It's old, too. Like, I'm bringing the projector screen the whole time. And mm-hmm. and then, oh, no, we're in Japan, so everything's fancy. Of course we have this. And then they don't say anything, and it's awkward. I don't know. I did, I did like, when he's doing the fish out of water thing, he does stop in front of some restaurant. And it's a, it's a thing they do a lot in Japan where they have the... Uh, Models, for lack of a better term, of of what you're going to eat out in the window. Yeah. Um, and he's just, like, shaking his head, like, whoa, this is so weird. And I'm like, that's actually, like, <laughs> it's actually kind of cool. Like, <laughs> that's not the reaction I would have had. Um, well, it's just, it's, it's Asian cuisine versus Western cuisine, right? I think that's what it was, right? Like, maybe. for me, that's how I probably would react more like him. Like, oh, it's all seafood, <laughs> right? Like. That's true, Octopus. but I mean, like, well, you to, well, to be fair, you just don't like seafood, so like, right in general. So if it was all like, yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't think he was reacting that they had it in the window. He was reacting to that it was just not Western food, right? I think. Okay. He's, I mean, Midwest guy that can't see him very beat. You know, getting more than beer, cheese, soup, and <laughs> brats. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Dean sausage. There you go. Yeah, private placement. <laughs> yeah. sausage. It's like no. I did like the uh, <laughs> when he was uh, up there about to say a speech. He's like, "Hey, you know, my dad spent a lot of time over here. It was about 1940. <laughs> yeah, who decorated this place? <laughs> yeah, this place was great. <laughs> oh, that was my first big laugh for the movie. They that had, was great. I had to throw a couple of those. And how come you lost the big one, right, later on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what he meant. I thought it was because of the failed business that he had. Or no, no. Or he, he was, he was, no. He was <laughs> no. talking about WW2. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, okay. Um, and then it's okay, so... <laughs> yeah. That's why he immediately, like, he says it and he immediately regrets it and it cuts yeah. deep, right? It was like, yeah, you know, you shouldn't go there. Um. So what about the beginning when you see uh okay what's what's the what's Watsonabi's character in this I already forget Cosmo Cosero Cosero <laughs> and he's in his I don't know punishment management training <laughs> yeah that was just <laughs> badges bizarre of shame uh, badges of shame he's like you know you should really wear those on the inside <laughs> like me <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was a funny joke um. I hope that's not real, or at least it wasn't real back in the. I day. have a hard time thinking that it was. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's like an exaggerated story somebody told. I'm sure there's like training stuff where you, there was screaming and stuff, but not like this whole, like humiliation thing that he was going through. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's just get that out of the way. So all the Japanese stereotypes in this, right? Like, 
there's a lot of it and and some of it is I yeah like you said kind of based on what you think you've heard but it's definitely exaggerated um but I don't know I mean I hard to say like I I, I do think like they, they do a pretty good job of like making them like I mean everybody in this movie is like um like situational comedy level like character um there's nothing to do with, with any of that but the, they they do make them seem relatable mm-hmm. for the most part and and like even some of the actors do a, a, like a really like the, uh so um uh so Saab uh Shimono um the guy that plays the uh the big boss's oh. nephew like Saito. the guy, yeah. Saito, the guy that plays like the stupid chief, like, like he's doing a really good stupid chief. Like he's always got like this shit eating like look on his face. Like mm-hmm. uh, you're like, yeah, that's like the boss that you hate. Like, <laughs> whereas you know everybody else is just like they they seem they're, they're not entities or they're, they're cool or whatever. But um, so like they kind of get around a lot of that stuff, like of, of like stereotypes in that way. Um, you know, some of it like is balanced out too, just because the the workers are such giant idiots. Like, <laughs> it almost feels yeah. like it's okay. Like, um, but yeah, like, rates. yeah, like some some of it's just weird. It doesn't really, like them going into the river is really ridiculous. Yeah, that like, was yeah, that was one like that that's just is pretty dumb. Although I did I did laugh when he shows up with the snorkel. Um, <laughs> that was funny, but. Them going in the river, like, no, like, you don't do that in the Midwest. Like, those rivers are so goddamn polluted. Well, <laughs> like, that, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. It's like, oh, I think their junks are done for, man. Yeah, oh, my God. I was like, I, I hope, like, the actors, like, didn't have to spend, much, like, much time in that river. Because I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so, so, like, so the river thing was weird. Um... Like, I don't know how hard they would have pushed the whole exercise thing. Uh, <laughs> so that that was a little weird to me. The The red carpet thing was was simultaneously funny and bizarre. Like, I, I really don't think they would have stopped to take their shoes off. Like, that's yeah. that was pretty dumb. Uh, I mean, that was a good joke. I think I, that was a no, funny that was, joke. No, it was, it was a funny joke, but like, yeah. And like, a harmless joke, too. It was like... Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, like... That and them just playing up the whole like the Japanese like company first you'll you'll die like people come to work sick like that kind of stuff is like I I don't know how much that was true in the, the early eighties early to mid eighties um, but like it's not really that true anymore <laughs> Japan yeah. like if you, if you're sick you can stay home like <laughs> um, especially now yeah especially now um, so. Uh, yeah, they they definitely play up the whole like Japanese worker versus American worker thing. Um, yeah. In the trivia, I, I, it's probably very apocryphal, but in the trivia, it said that Toyota used this movie as like how not to treat American workers, like <laughs> like like what what they were doing here in the Asan uh, car company here. Um, but yeah, but for, for the most part, I feel like like. Uh, Gede Watanabe, um, his his character is relatable. Um, you have the other guy with the like the glasses and like, uh, you know, 
is he wants to go be with his wife because he's having a kid. Um, you know, they they seem like normal people. No, either. he said he wanted to stay. Yeah, <laughs> he said he's, he's, yeah, he said he wanted to stay. Yeah. Um, so I think the boss man is just a little overdone. I mean, he's yeah, no, that's it's very over the top. He's got the samurai voice, basically. Like it's yeah, no, they yeah, definitely they definitely play that up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah. But yeah. in the end, he's a good guy. You make me laugh, haha. Ha. Like, yeah. but it was, I, <laughs> that, that was that was, that was very he funny didn't too. Laugh. <laughs> he did laugh once. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. But another yeah, side. Sorry, go ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, then, there were just like some things that they made. I I don't know whose joke, like who 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 was we were supposed to be laughing at or with some some of the jokes. Like early on in the movie, they're making fun of them for using chopsticks to eat noodles. Like oh, some of the work is stuff that was yeah really like I don't, I don't know if that was like supposed to be funny or if it was just supposed to point out that they're like idiots like. But yeah, we, but like I'm not sure like where we're supposed to like come down on that. I well, think I came yeah, down I, on their idiots. Right. It's I don't think it's the, it's not the directors and the writers saying making fun of the Japanese. It's just these idiot, not or uncultured Midwesterners. Right. 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 Yeah. No. There's nothing. There's nothing. And, it's like there's no joke there. But I'm wondering like, as the audience, are we supposed to think that's funny or just be like, okay, these these people are assholes? Like I don't. The latter. <laughs> but in 1980, well, but, but, but in 1986, though, uh, that's the thing. 
And okay, whatever. I drew that. And then I'd go home and I would draw it. And then like one day my dad saw me. He's like, where did you learn that? What is that? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, don't ever draw that again. That part you can't do. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't know what I was doing. I was just drawing stuff. And then I I bet the kid who taught me had no idea either. He probably copied it from his... Nazi or, dad or something. Yes, yeah, so it's like, know. yeah, super racist, like, <laughs> dad oh, or uncle. No, yeah. Wait, was the kid that taught you this Asian? No, well, I don't think so. I have no idea. Okay. It was just... Because well, what I'm thinking is, if he, if he was Asian, then that could have been, you know, the Buddhist symbol. That's this, that's not at an angle, you know? Eh, could have yeah. been. <laughs> Probably um, was a swastika, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Every once in a while, you'll see some, like... Not necessarily story, but somebody will be like, like, oh, like it's not actually a swastika, it's this thing. And it's like... White power. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> go back to your country. Yeah, it's just like, like everybody fucking knows what it is. Don't don't pretend yeah. like, just because it's like, there's not the same, like, that people aren't going to think that when they see it. Like, Sounds like we're doing, um, was it Tom Hanks talking about this at the beginning of uh, Da Vinci Code? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, to go back, so one thing I wanted to mention is I loved how are you saying his name? Gide, Getty Watanabe in this. Watanabe, yeah. He's really good, like yeah. okay, he's like kind of crazy, funny guy, you know, it's when he's being tortured or whatever. But when he shows up, he's like just super serious. Like when he's with his family at the beginning, I, he's, he does both very comedic and very like straight in this. And I thought it was really good. I, I think my, my like favorite parts of the movie, uh, at least like the non comedic parts, were just him and, and Michael Keaton like yeah. being being real. Like when they're in the the bowling alley, like when they're just like, okay, here's the truth. Like and they're talking to each other just like regular people. Right. And like he's and Michael Keaton's character dials it back, you know, because he's just a consummate bullshit bullshit artist. And you know, Watanabe is able to like let loose a little bit. Uh, you know, just them being real people. Um, yeah, a little over the top real people, but still, uh, yeah, I like that a lot. And just him, him as an actor, like yeah, he's doing like a lot of like real acting here. He's not just like the comic relief. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the comedy in there as well, that's what makes yeah, it yeah, more no, impressive. he's it's 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 God, his career. Like like a lot of these guys are great character actors. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that they can only like do do this stuff as like as Japanese like actors. So again, like the the guy that was, you know, Saito, he's the stupid chief, like like he got to do that just because, you know, he happened they happened to need a Japanese person for this. And like the the other guy, like with the glasses when he's like doing a little dance in the line, like like that yeah. was that was very adorable. Like um, you know but yeah, it can only like they only got that stuff because, you know, this is the Japanese. It's important. And Nami too was like the whole sixteen candles thing. That's like, what I was gonna we, say. We At least it wasn't long duck dong, which and... is which is fucking ridiculous. We don't have to get into that, but like, yeah. like you know, or in UHF, isn't that him? Yeah, great yeah that's 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 him too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, like he's hilarious. Like, but yeah, yeah. He can't be, like still pigeonholed. Um, so yeah, we don't have to get too much into that. But uh, yeah. but like this movie like is filled with character actors though not just the the japanese dudes so like we get both howards i don't know if you recognize rance howard i see him in the credits but i don't know who that is that, he was he's the mayor yeah. he's been in a bunch of stuff um, really? was, he was in a seinfeld where uh newman ends up like in a farm and he says just don't go touching my daughter oh uh, yeah 
<laughs> and finding Newman hooks up with the farmer's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> so he had so Rance Howard had the the funny line when they're at the the Fourth Fourth of July fair and. He said, like, you, you've been the death of this town. Now I'm going to be the death of you. Yeah. <laughs> that was, was, was pretty funny. Uh, Gennaro. Gennaro from Jurassic Park's in it. Yeah. That's oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, yeah he's only Holly Gennaro? Yeah. <laughs> no, not Holly Gennaro. Oh. Uh, Holly McLean. Obviously, uh, John Turturro, uh, Rick yeah. Overton. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, one George the other... Wendt. <laughs> I could have sworn that when I was remembering this movie that it was John Goodman and not John George Went. <laughs> like, oh, I got the wrong person. So when I saw this as a kid, he was the only person I knew because from a chi- from oh, Cheers, geez. I didn't even know who Michael Keaton was because this is before <laughs> Batman, right? Like, I would have known yeah. him as Batman. Not that's probably the first thing I knew him from. So it would have been George Went was the only one I knew. Um, and it, so even one of the the other Japanese guys. Um... Uh, Stan, uh, Ed, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Agi, Agi. Um, he had a prominent role in Rising Sun, which I don't think we have we done that movie. Put it on my list now. Uh, yes, we did do it. We have done that movie. Yeah. Ah, okay, damn it. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did with uh, Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we did that movie. There's no way. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to check him out later. But um, he was really good in that. Um, do you, so, did you recognize Rick Overton? He looks like he's really young and skinny here, but um, like one of his big things is he's one of the he's the flapjack guy from Groundhog Day. Huh. Uh, okay, that's who he was. Yeah. But not the guy from the Burbs. Not the guy from the Burbs, no. The other guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's constantly... Well, the other guy's a brother of somebody, right? The flap... The Burbs guy, isn't he like a... A Murray or a... Ac- Damn it. I don't know, but I know he passed away. Like, well, like around that time. I'll look this up In now. the 90s, I believe? Like when I read his IMDb when we were doing the Burbs, I was like, "Oh man, that's why I haven't seen him in a lot." Oh, never mind. Rick Dukum, Dukum. Never mind. Ignore he was, me. He was just in the Burbs and uh, Blank Check. Um, so, so yeah, so uh, you know, talking about the actors, I just want to say they they did George went dirty in this movie, like cause this character is just an absolute piece of shit, like. <laughs> Oh, he he, and he, he has to, and they also make him constantly do slow motion running. <laughs> yeah. and they make him do it twice in the movie. <laughs> he was big here too. I mean, he was always a big guy. He felt way bigger here than like when he was on Cheers. Maybe not, but yeah, Keaton might be a small dude. I don't know. We, we come up, but uh, yeah. But yeah, his character's just like almost nothing redeeming about that guy. Like, <laughs> what's the most unbelievable thing in this movie that they made the. 50,000 cars, or that he got from first to third on a pop-up. <laughs> you tell me, Scott. Like I said, it was slow motion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he... Uh, yeah, that was... They should have they had that pop-up at second base, like between first and second, not... <laughs> yeah, seriously, that would make yeah. more sense. <laughs> they, yeah, but I just figured 
the Ron Howard's eyes were bigger than the stomach. I mean, first and third is hard for a for the fastest guy in baseball to do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, a guy will like will sky it, but not right above like the shorts, like between second and third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe he actually slid into a base. He did slide, yeah. He had a, he had a, yeah, I was like, oh my god. It's him, slide, that's not yeah. acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't cut away. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the baseball was, was, was funny. Um, like, I wish they just had them keep bunting. Like, <laughs> that's, how, that's how I remembered it. Um, like, it shows them, like, actually, like, taking full swings. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Oh, they did the move from uh, Samurai Champloo. Which was where he hit, where one of the Japanese guys, one of the players, hits the ball straight into the ground, and then it pops way up high. Okay, yeah. Um, it was ridiculous that, that they all, but they all showed up with the full uniforms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you like got the Yankees. <laughs> you got to This is the '80s. This is when we still kind of looked down on Japanese baseball. We knew they played it, but there were no was no yeah, Ichiro. There was no baseball, yeah, there probably yeah. wasn't a lot of like that. That knowledge amongst the regular fan base. I I bet like people in Major League Baseball probably had some idea, but yeah, probably not a lot though. Yeah, yeah there's, there's probably there's, there's got to be like a ton of Japanese baseball players that would have been able to play like at any you point. Who knew? Tom Selleck. <laughs> Tom Selleck yeah. knew. <laughs> well, he didn't know until he went over there, though. No, so he said, "You know what? I got to make a movie about this because <laughs> I know yeah. these guys are real good." Um, but yeah, I know the baseball stuff was core softball and uh, yeah, like that's all good stuff. There's, so I had a question about the union stuff in this because they're all tech, they're all part of a union, but then they were afraid of them unionizing. I, I guess I was confused by yeah, that. Yeah, that was a little confusing be, because they, and then they because, walk. Yeah, that doesn't. I think it's because they took a a, contra, a new contract with the Japanese company, then they couldn't be a part of the union that they were before. So they were all scabs to work for the Japanese company? I guess. It, that's what it sounded like to me. And then after... But it, was, well, I don't think they, they weren't scabs because there was no like, work right, going on. Right, the factory's closed. Yeah. 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 Um, they're still part so of a union. Just, it was, the weirdest part no. of me was that they like organized to walk off. Like I don't know like how that's supposed to work after that. Like, Yeah, like it's not illegal to do that, but... like. What's the recourse after that? Like, I wonder. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how that's supposed to shake out. Uh, their town shuts down. <laughs> yeah. And then it's you recourse. And then when you walk up, but you just hang outside the works and just drink and just watch them. Like I don't yeah, know, yeah. just hanging out. And then John Turturro's like, "No, something's wrong. I gotta go." Yeah. Um, or maybe he's just trying to save this town. So that that was that was another thing I did. <laughs> go, going back to the yeah, going back to the mayor and him saving the town, like. The mayor is like, "Oh, you've you've killed this town," but it's like, "No, like the town was already dying." Like Michael Keaton managed to, yeah, like, give like revive, chance. yeah, revive the yeah. town, give it a chance, and it like was on the verge of not working out. That's not his fault, like, like in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he made him work harder than maybe he had to. That's like the worst case scenario, like. <laughs> it's yeah i don't know why they, anybody would have blaming him for 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 that yeah because like you gotta blame somebody it's like oh would you rather you know the town just died yeah it didn't, didn't make any sense um so let's talk about the michael keaton character kind of a dork kind of a doofus kind of an idiot you just wanted to say different things the whole time 
Like, why are you making it worse on yourself? But he has to have a character <laughs> arc, right? So yeah. gotta do it. But there was times like, dude, you're making this so much worse. Yeah, part of it I think was just reliving because he keeps telling those sports stories. I think he is a little bit like Al Bundy reliving his glory days <laughs> yeah. and everybody counting on him to to save the day. And I think that's why at the core he wanted to be the one guy that saves not only everybody's jobs but the town. Yeah, it is like I mean the, the, the big s- salary also helped. Yeah, <laughs> trying to weasel more deals into it. Yeah, it's like that whole small town mentality. They're all like everybody knows each other, but. Um. Yeah, his like is hit. He was hit and miss with me. Like it feels like they they just kind of they put too much weight on him being able to carry the movie, um, which he's capable of. But he just a lot of times when he's being a bullshit artist, it was just kind of like eh. Like sometimes it was really funny, and sometimes it was just like this just. Cringy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this is gonna end badly. Yeah. Which is like, I get it. Like sometimes you're moving the it's to move the plot. Yeah, yeah, but it's not necessarily enjoyable. It's still, yeah. It's like, oh man. (laughs) Um, I do, I do want to talk a little bit about his relationship with Audrey Mimi Rogers. Um, so I have strong feelings about this. So, they they have the dinner. Um. And, and, talk about cringe and all, all, all oh man so all the wives get up to leave and she sticks around mm-hmm. or wives and girlfriends or whatever. they 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 all get up to leave because uh get it what nobby says we want to talk a little business here mm-hmm. and um he so like right away michael keaton is, is being very abrasive when he's like tells her to to get out or go away. <laughs> it's probably not the right tack to, to take. But she she's like, no, I'm going to stick around to hear this. I want to know what's going on. Like, she's basically inserting herself into this business thing. It's like, okay. And and Wanabi's like, all right. And he, he starts saying what he's going to say. And so he tells Keaton that he's fired. And Keaton, like, you know, says whatever he says. And then, you know, he's trying to save his job and, like, Maybe the the factory people we don't know, and she's like, like no, you're wrong. Like in front of his boss, like, <laughs> and and that whole situation. And then she he tells her to shut up. Um, so like when they're when they're back in the car together, it's like, I feel like they should be like equally mad at each other at that point. <laughs> like yes, he was being a jerk, um, but she was just like, like I'm gonna sit here and be a part of your business. Like like I felt that was wrong too. Like that bothered me that that mm-hmm. like as the audience we were just supposed to be like, oh no it was fine for her just to be like in, insert herself into the, that whole conversation. I agree with you, Scott. But as a married man, see. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: they're not even married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I... That's that's what got me. It's like, well, how could he tell she... do his wife dirty like that? Like, I think oh, I think not even married. I think I like to to simplify it. Like they were both out of line. But the movie treats it like only he was, and also that that line about him bringing up the other girl was very forced. Like her her line about "What am I uh, just a parrot with tits?" Yeah. is is a great yeah. line. I, I love that line. And then he he just randomly brings up the other girl after that. That was uh, that wasn't great yeah. writing. That was not great writing. At I that was point. like, how does I even forgot about her? 
like from the beginning of the movie. It's like, yeah. What? I kept I kept waiting for her to like pop up again and, and like something to bring yeah. it. Nope, she's just there for that one. <laughs> for that one scene like, beginning, uh, just to like that one lady time. from uh, Vacation, National Lampoon's Vacation. Christy Brinkley. Was that her? She shows up a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I expected. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, her to show up a bunch of times. Oh. Mhm. Yeah, but I agree. She he she shouldn't have been there. He asked her to leave. She did, and then she talked back to him, and he shouldn't have said shut up like that. But at the same time, I, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Because I mean, even if you're wrong, you're, if even if you know your spouse or your partner's wrong, you gotta back them up in a yeah. in a public situation like that, no matter yeah. what. Then in private, then you could talk about <laughs> what happened. Exactly. You don't go against the family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. Because she is right. He's just looking out for himself. He's not really looking out for everyone. And then she says so she's right, but she shouldn't do it the way she did it. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so he makes the deal. So we have all these different issues and they're not, they're not producing because the American workers aren't adapting. There's like scenes, like montages of. You know, George Wint not spraying the right way, and they're telling him to spray a different way. And Here, so, here, here. Yeah. They're not doing well, so the bo- the head boss man is upset, and it's ruining uh, his uh, his family life, and you can tell that like, his wife needs to put together the bike, and he's like, no. <laughs> then that's the bowling alley scene, and that's what I... Well, whatever, right? When Michael Keaton's like, well, what if we could... Oh, you're in bigger trouble than me. Or Oh, no, that already happened when he said we could do the 10,000. Or I already forgot the number. It's like, what would a one-eared one elephant look like? Yeah, which is also kind of... Like, like the easy. number was kind of bullshit. It was like, the, that's the most they've ever done. And that's what we're going to do. They shouldn't have been like, okay, if you did... He's like, what's the average? Yeah. He was not that smart. No. <laughs> yeah. I, did, the, I guess ultimately the boss man knew that was a very hot lofty goal and he saw that them good team yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. god yeah. good, good man yeah. I, I did go, going back to when he's on the phone telling the, the the main boss that things aren't going well and like they were fighting right before that but like yeah. she goes over and gives him a hug and like I really like that again just like yeah, we're gonna have all these like haha. They're they're Japanese. They're different kind of things, but they're still just like regular people. And they're supporting each other. Yeah, and really like that. Um, I don't know why she's wearing a kimono. <laughs> like she's she's not dressed that way for the rest of the movie. Uh, so that was weird. Uh, maybe there was like hey, another hey. scene. Maybe there's like another scene to explain why she was dressed like that in that scene. But um. give them credit, Sky. They just show that she's Japanese. At least she wasn't dressed like a geisha girl. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah well he gets the team back to get he tells them what happened so he says tells them that they do 10,000 like there's no fucking way like well what if we do half of it like I like that that American uh attitude I'm not gonna get an A on this test but you know I get a C plus (laughs) strong 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 C plus (laughs) yeah Yeah. like come on this is something I can actually do I did like that could even like Try to do the A. Like, nah, I won't give you partial credit. <laughs> Let's pretend I made that up, all right? Let's just focus on the 15,000. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah that was painful. <laughs> and then they find out, blah, blah, blah. And then... <laughs> we're, coming, we're getting the guys and we're coming over to get you. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and I got much more to say, except that when they get together, so then Michael Keaton and whatnot be going there and trying to do it themselves, which was... Whatever, this is the movie moment. And I like... How long did that take? 15, 10, 20 15 minutes? minutes? Yeah. Four hours. <laughs> yeah. If they wouldn't have wasted those four hours, they could have easily done it. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, everybody was listening to George Went, so that's why. Yeah. yeah. The the, the uh, final car inspection, though, was very funny. And that's like what I remember most from this movie. The Yeah, the <laughs> polishing the fake glass. <laughs> So, so that was funny, yeah. but the thing that made me laugh more that I completely forgot about was the guy in the engine block. <laughs> like, yeah. It makes no sense, but it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And then, yeah, I said, the part I remember as a kid is him driving the, I'll take this one. And then he just falls. Yeah. I wonder how many takes that took. It's like wondering if it's going to turn on or not. He's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> what What does he say when he gets out of the car? Like, handles great. Or, right, handle like a dream. <laughs> uh, also, those those cars, oh my God. Those are like, supposed to be like Datsuns? Like, I don't know what they were That's like. what I was going to yeah, say. Like God. Like, those tiny Corollas. I mean, that's that's how Toyota got a foothold, or like J- Japanese cars was like <laughs> through those cars. Yeah, like, lean and mean. Like lots of ugly cars in that in that time period. Uh, so. Fucking Mustangs from that period are ugh, the worst. Um, just saying. Yeah. But yeah, I just, like I said, that montage. You mentioned the guy dancing and all the the. <laughs> No lug bolts, no lug nuts, no yeah, no tape. Only use four, at least four instead of five. Or yeah, yeah. Like no, not four, just one. The, the lug on the tires, we're out of time. Yeah. Um, listening to the music, the dance, you just the, the mix of the cultures there and everything. It was fun. And then, yeah, the boss coming out and judging them all. The speech for fifteen thousand cars. So they like they they marked off like a few as not being good out in like the lot or whatever. Like it would have taken forever to do that. They had all the time in the world to finish up those last like <laughs> six cars. Like oh, well, they're Japanese. They're very efficient counters. Maybe maybe that's what that yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh... Right. Yep. It's fun. And then you see that they build a good team and that the, the factory's going well and then later on the show I'm all doing exercises together and huzzah <laughs> some a lackluster 80s soundtrack by the way I know wasn't that was that do you, do you guys think it was the same lady that sang I Need a Hero that sang that one song Bonnie Tyler Bonnie Tyler PJs <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna say that um <laughs> Whatever, whatever that song was, though, that just that was eighties oh, comedy it, movie. Oh no, there was like, definitely I mean, yeah, they had that eighties stink on a lot of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah I was just like, but that one song, I was like, oh my god, this is insert into eighties comedy movie now. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, I don't got much more to add. Um, yeah, I had something and I lost it. Probably because I'm drinking a delicious Centauri whiskey right now. <laughs> to go along with this podcast. Relaxing times. Mm-hmm. Centauri times. All right. Um, just, just, uh, yeah, I want to eat some. I wanted to eat Japanese food when I was watching. <laughs> I'm like, I like, go for some ramen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, been watching. Uh, Laura and I watch a lot of uh, Disney vloggers on YouTube, and uh, <laughs> your wife too. <laughs> yeah, and, and some of them I enjoy. And this one, and the ones I tend to enjoy more now are the ones that do other stuff too. This because okay, I've been to Disneyland. I don't need to see the best you know wait to get on pirates but this other couple they went to um i want to shut them out i think they're called ordinary adventures give them a shout out anyway they went to japan first time they've ever been and uh, i don't even know if they make it to tokyo disney but i'm just just walking around town and stuff and so i just had some questions for you scott if you did any of this like those they have vending machines for everything vending machines everywhere and for everything yeah yeah did you get like they have like sandwiches and um, the, the, like, the more, like, perishable food stuff was a little rare. Um, and I, and I didn't, but that was less because I, I, I not that I didn't want to, but just, like, I, I was always go, go, go every time, like, okay. I was going somewhere. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, anytime, like, I could, I stopped to get, like, some kind of different beverage. Um, and, uh, yeah, there were, there was some good stuff. Um, like, I forget what it was called, because it was in Japanese, but there was, like, a, it was just like soda, but it was like lemonade flavored soda, which okay. we just don't have here for some reason, and I couldn't figure out why. Uh, it's like, called Fanta. <laughs> it's not Fanta. Yeah. It's but lemon like, line Fanta. Um, but like and stuff like that, or it was just like a little bit different, um, but but still good. Um, but yeah, they have the vending machines everywhere, um, and you don't and and like not only that, but convenience stores. So like, Seven Elevens everywhere. Um, yeah, and like they have good stuff at Seven Eleven. Right, right, right. So like you have like here you you'd be like okay, I'm it's coin flip like <laughs> like I might get sick from eating whatever's on that, that roller. But Japan, like you don't you don't worry about that stuff. Like it's weird. Like at least for me, there was like a whole other like I never like thought that I was in like I'm in danger like eating the <laughs> the the food. But yeah, like there's convenience stores everywhere, and they yeah they have like hot food that you can get. Um, yeah, there's just food places everywhere in general, at least around Tokyo. Yeah. And then... Sorry. Did just you get these... your woman from there? <laughs> those rooms... Those... I don't know, rooms. They're like arcades, but they're not arcades. They're just all just vending machines of little toys and stuff. Like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they have the, the gachapon machines. Um, sure. Which... Are, are you talking about, like, the little capsules? Sure, they feel they they seem like they're like mystery toys or something. Like yeah, that, yeah. Or... There's like you get these little capsules, and it could be like a random thing. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of the the UFO catcher or or crane game places too, like everywhere. Um, they're a little bit different in Japan too, because there's like you you don't just like drop the crane in to pick up stuff. Like there's like a like a hitch to it where like you've got a like knock something into the hole or you've got to like like 
not shake one loose somehow. Like, I, I'm, I'm, it's hard to describe, but they're like a little bit different. Um, mm. But they also suck up your money too, just like they do here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like those capsule machines. Yeah, they're all over the place. Um, and then the last question I asked: Did you see the Godzilla Hotel? That's good. where they stayed at, and it was like this Godzilla-themed hotel, I guess, on the inside. But there is a giant Godzilla head, like on the top of the building. But if you're, if you're, you know, if you're street level, it looks like he's like looking over the building and about to attack it. Jeff, I'm Jeez. gonna send you a picture. Oh wow, this is Scott in front of the <laughs> Godzilla oh, building. Dang. Um, I didn't know it was a hotel, um, but yeah, not to bore listeners too much. Um, in one of the places around Tokyo, like called Shinjuku, um, that's like more of like an entertainment dist- red light district. Um, what? Ew. Not not that kind of like red light more like entertainment, <laughs> not like hooers. Just like um, the yeah, that's there's a giant like Godzilla popping up over one of the like 13 story buildings. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah. Um, that's uh, Alex. That's where. Um, uh, Kabuki Cho is. That's where the Red Gate from Kamurocho is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's uh, like, right around that area. Um, I played the Yakuza game, so I know exactly <laughs> yeah, where that is. I got pictures in front of the Red Gate. I didn't see any people that were obviously Yakuza when I was, when I was walking through there. <laughs> you didn't see Kazuma so, Kiryu? So, yeah, I didn't, well, I didn't see any dudes, like, in suits or, like, wearing sunglasses. With, little, with here, the pins? Yeah, at night, yeah. Yeah, I don't it's know. Like, oh, shit. Um... <laughs> Although I did go to like a sushi restaurant that was like upstairs, there were a hundred percent a couple of like, like, do like shady do like, ninety nine percent sure they were yakuza. <laughs> were you or them sushi. eating sushi off of a woman laying on the table? Neither one of us. Uh, yeah, no these these were mostly work dinners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the well, movies I saw, it was a work dinner too. Yeah. Was... Although, although there there were rumors that they were going to try to take us to a maid cafe, um, but that <laughs> but that just would have been awkward, I think. So they um, yes, but I still would have gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like if everybody else would have done, I'd have been like, well, you know, went in, went in, you went in Tokyo, yeah, went in Tokyo. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I'd go on my own. <laughs> There's also had like the, they had the cat cafes and like. I think one point one place was like an owl cafe or something like that. But I Ooh. I would do the owl cafe except I'd be worried about getting shit on the whole time I was in there. I'd be worried about them pecking out my eyeballs. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jeff, you're talking about like Disneyland does have, uh, or sorry, Tokyo <laughs> does have uh, Disney Sea, which I hear is like the thing you really want to do, not not the normal Disneyland if you have to pick. Right, it's like one of the extra parks, like we have. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I've heard too. And and just like a lot of places, like in California, like we'll say, like, oh, it's in Los Angeles. It's not actually in Tokyo. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. So uh, we're trying. We're planning on going to France this spring, and Laura really wants to go to Paris, Disneyland Paris, over there. Yeah, I guess I'm guessing it's like nowhere near Paris, right? It's like. <laughs> it's, like it's, good, it's like same thing you said. It's like an hour drive. Yeah, out of yeah, Paris. yeah. It's like so, 100% similar to LA to Anaheim. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, anything else you want to rate this thing? Uh, sure. All yeah. right. Let's rate this thing. Um, as usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being garbage, seven being perfection. Um, 
I'll give this movie a five. I still liked it. Um, it's not the best. It'd be a low five, but I say I, I liked it more than I disliked it. So a five for me. Alex. Uh, I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Uh, it's in between. Like, because it did make me angry, but then it won me over towards the end. So it kind of balanced out, you know. All right. Uh, Scott. I will also give it a four. Uh, a lot of likable actors here. Some some funny stuff, but I don't think we mentioned it, but it was about like 15, 20 minutes too long. And, and uh, yeah, some of it is, is kind of weak. Uh, so, yeah, four. Oh, by the way, how did you guys watch it? Amazon. Prime, yeah. Prime? It, it was free on Prime? It was not free on nope. Prime. Yeah, so... I bought it on YouTube, and it was free on YouTube, and I don't know... Uh, damn it. The one place I didn't check. <laughs> but I don't know if it's... Because I pay for Amp Premium YouTube, and it seemed like it was oh, a yeah. deal or something. <laughs> YouTube so TV. I don't know. It takes premium, dude. Yeah. It's premium. Premium. So, okay. All right. Uh, well, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. sports. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sports. Sorry. We're gonna do our crossover topic, just but Alex only version, and we're gonna do our top five hoes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go for it, Alex. Uh, uh, my top five hoes. Number five, uh, Ho Chi Minh. Uh, Boo. And, uh, yeah, he's the bad guy, right? That's why he's number five. He sucks, okay. but he's got a cool name. He's a ho. Uh, my number two would be who the heck is that one lady? Well, my number one is Julia Julia Roberts, the pretty woman. I'll work my way down. Number Ho four would show. Be, yeah. <laughs> number four would be uh, from uh, the Disney movie, Robin Hood, when Little John goes, ho, when he's pulling the cart and rescuing everybody. That sounds like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, number three, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Or, or, <laughs> or Santa Claus. Lion-O. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Uh, Number two. <laughs> bunch of people that, that, say that, ho. That's all the hoes. Only two people on my ho list are actual people. <laughs> all right. Well, one of my best friends from high school and after would be Art Ho, so throw him in there. Too. <laughs> all right. What, what about uh, what about Don Ho? Jeff, Jeff, oh, probably yeah. appreciate that. You probably heard Tiny Bubbles recently. Tiny Bubbles. I haven't heard it recently, but. Uh, there was a lot of the Don Ho on our radio station while we were traveling through the island. Melikimikimaka? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, now it's time for Alex No Sports. <laughs> I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. A very controversial F1 race in, Bus- in Las Vegas. This happened this past weekend. And, <laughs> boy, I mean, F1 is usually full of drama, but, man. Man, that, it was that, amped up that, for blue, Vegas. that blue shell at the end. Woo! Fucking hey. <laughs> um, but there was like a, a loose drain cover that wrecked one of the cars during practice. It wasn't and the that, drivers. That wasn't practice. That was. Uh... I'm reading it right now. During practice, it wasn't technically practice. It was. Um, it was practice. It was like the pole setting or whatever. Practice? We talking about practice? Anyways, good. Yeah. And, well, are the articles I'm reading over here on ESPN say it was a practice? <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Um, yeah, the the uh, committee ruled on it that 
he couldn't get a replace. Like you only have a set of replacement parts for the whole season for the car. So if there's damage to a certain part and everything, you can't get more than one without getting penalized. And it was like uh, I, ridiculous. But they did penalize Carlos Sainz, who was the driver, uh, ten positions. He was in second. He got bu- he started in twelfth in the race uh, because he had to get a new part. For the car that was wrecked by the drain, which is, you know, completely not his fault. <laughs> it it should have been... Uh, they should have just given them the part, uh, in my opinion. Because it was, like, a, a, I wouldn't say a freak accident. They really should have caught that a lot sooner. Um, during the At the start of the race, even though in the pre-race... You know they do like a little, like a little parade and everything. There was a bunch of classic cars that were going in and out. One of the classic cars had a huge oil leak in the like close to the starting line, so they were like rushing to get that cleaned up for the start of the race. At well, as well, and that caused like a little some some cars to go a bit squirrely during the race. Uh, only at the start, thankfully. After a couple laps, it was you know most of the the dust. Uh, got cleared up or got blown away. So after that was fine. But the race itself was also, like, actually really entertaining. It was very cool. It was the first time on that track for a lot of racers, so they didn't have any, like, strategies or uh, a lot of practice time on the track at all because, you know, it was the first time. So it was great. There was a lot of overtaking, a lot of position changes, especially in in first, second, and third. Because in some races... Like, uh, the person is first, who's usually Max Verstappen, uh, gets 20 seconds ahead, and then it's over, you know? Then it's, it's like, a uh, battle for third or third and fourth, which is really entertaining. But this time, it was, like, a lot of razzle-dazzle. It was a great race. Huh? I watched yeah. a video today of how they blocked off the view from all the walkways. Yeah, that was bullshit. And too. then, like, there was like a shitload of security, uh, like people, just making sure people, nobody stopped to like try to like get a crappy view yeah. through the. It's like God. It's... I saw some Humvees out there. Did they get the National Guard? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, like on one, like on one hand, I could see like how it would be uh, like a safety hazard if you had like like thousands of people trying to cram in all these bridges. But on the other hand, like they were just being jerks to anybody that stopped to look. Like, yep. <laughs> like I, I don't know. It was stupid. Like, yeah, yeah. People tearing the screens off of the chain link fences and everything, and then they're trying to rush to patch them all up because nobody can watch for free. Well, it's, it's like, yeah, it was stupid. yeah, it's like the race was for everybody that didn't live in Las Vegas. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, that was bullshit. But they got a 10-year contract, so nine more races in Vegas. It was cool. It was a nighttime race, of course. I wondered to... The the big dome was amazing. When the race was over, did they immediately open the streets back up again? Or did they, like, allow people to walk it? Like, I'm curious about that. Oh, no. I don't think they allowed... Because I know, like, at New Year's... (laughs) At at, at New Year's, they... um, they're like closing down the streets and stuff to cars mm-hmm. traffic and stuff. So. Right. And uh, anyway, but no, I don't think so. 
That's it. How about real sports? How about that? Real sports. How about that? It's time for Neam News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay. Uh, because it's been too long since I talked about Marvel stuff. Literally talk about Marvel. I went and saw The Marvels. Hey, me too. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think it's, for me, the in the upper tier of everything post-Endgame. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, just, it, was, it was fun. It was silly um, at points um, in a good way. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get too much into it um, plot-wise for, for people that have not seen it yet. But yeah, I recommend it. Um, there, there were um, a couple of great sequences in it. Um, one in particular um, that, again, I don't want to spoil. That it's it was almost worth the price of admission. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, like and, and this one felt very self-contained. Um, yeah, I feel like Marvel's kind of moving away from the. I, <laughs> I still have to watch chaining everything together. Yeah, like the larger universe here, for better or worse, um, probably for better, because just the the momentum they had going into Endgame, like I don't think they can like replicate that. I don't think so. Either. Um. So, yeah, they gotta have stuff that can kind of stand on its own. Um. But uh, yeah, uh, again, I, I I recommend it. Um. So, like you you said you liked it, Alex. Um. Yeah, we'll talk about I really liked it. Yeah, it had its own, uh, not as far as James Gunn, but it did have its own flavor, aside from, you know, the other Marvel movies. It really had its own identity. Um, so I hope they keep making more Marvel movies like that. Because that also ties into the comic books. Every comic book you know, series has its own, like, personality and everything. Where some of the Marvel movies got a bit samey, you know? So this was very refreshing. I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it is. And, and uh, yeah, I also recommend it. Go take your kids. My kids loved it. Yeah, um, yeah just some, some other minor things like uh, Iman Vellani is adorable. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the MCU movies don't really have a character like her. Uh, seen in some of like, the TV stuff, but, um, uh, yeah, she, she's good. I always like Brie Larson. Um, Lashana Lynch is good, although, like, her character hasn't had much time to breathe since WandaVision. Um, mm-hmm. or no, not, not Lashana Lynch, Tiana Paris, sorry. I saw the Rambo Rambo. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep, there was a, also a, a couple of, uh, very interesting stingers. Uh, so. I already forgot the stingers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's it for that. Um, switching over to the other, uh... So, wait, before you leave that, so I've heard that Disney is like, it didn't do great at the box office. Um, they partially, it's because the actors couldn't promote it. And partially, I think it's Marvel fatigue or whatever. Sure but I guess ne- next year, they're only releasing one Marvel movie. Whoa, they're, they're, so they're bringing, cool. yeah, they're kind of dial it, bringing it back in and... Which, I mean, it was talking uh, for worse. I was having very serious talks <laughs> over the weekend about about Star Wars movies. Um, I mean, Force Awakens had to have gotten a huge boost just because it had been so long, right? 
Yeah. Yes. Um, it had been. What was that like twelve years? Yeah. No, I mean the other two movies made a shitload of money too, though, so maybe it wouldn't have mattered that much. But um, yeah, maybe that's what Marvel needs is they need to kind of reset the the hype on it. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see where they really go with it. And I think they're going to be doing less TV. Sh- I think they just they've made too much, right? I, I think the whole in game everything leading up to in game is this whole phenom- phenomena that people were loving and then it was over and then it was just okay now there's more and i think it was yeah, they kept going it's like no we need a break bro <laughs> yeah i think that's kind of yeah everything and then and they got rid of they haven't replaced the two main characters they got with yet that people have gravitated to anyway that, that was the other thing i, I was know. gonna say is like they don't have that I don't know, star powers that way because i think i feel like brie larson's a pretty pretty big name um but yeah, there's there's really nobody else that is like I, I maybe maybe I don't know. He's speechless. Maybe uh, Shang Chi, second one of those. Um, maybe Simulu gets to do more. But uh, I hope so. I I like Shang Chi. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite of all the of all of the um, Phase Five, whatever we're in movies, but. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have to be connected. I, I think just do that. And, but do you know what they're going to do? They're going to bring back Fantastic Four after all of this. And maybe and, whoever they cast and, is and X-Men. Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, you cast a good Reed Richards. You cast a good Professor X and Wolverine. And I think you'll be back You'll be back on it, right? But like, yeah. I think just give us some, give it some time. I, yeah. Anyway, I, I've, this is the first Marvel movie I haven't seen. And I just, I'll see it when it comes on Disney+. Plus. But I've just lost interest in all <laughs> yep. the shows. Mm-hmm. I've lost interest in this. I, I, to credit to the uh, the director, um, who is I already forgot her name. A woman. <gasps> I changed my mind. I hate this movie. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, what is her name? <laughs> Nia DaCosta. Thank you, uh, Nia DaCosta. To her credit, like the movie is only like an hour and. 40 like yeah like they did it gets a lot done it, the, like, yeah they did it wasn't one of these like take some notes <laughs> future writer directors so so know this jeff when you if and when you eventually sit down to watch it it's not it's not a two and a half hour <laughs> yeah i heard it's the shortest yeah. one yeah yeah so credit credit to to again yeah costa for mm-hmm. but speaking of reed richards uh pedro pascal has been tapped to play him by the way oh so, really yeah i mean official um, I, I've seen it pop up. I don't know how fish it is. Let me uh, see what Deadline has to say. Um, after months of speculation over who might play Reed Richards, blah, 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 waits finally over. While a deal is far from done, sources tell Deadline that Pedro Pascal, blah, blah, blah. He seems too old. They need to be starting with a younger casserole. Maybe. Maybe. Don't they? Yeah, I don't know. Well, they tried that with Fantastic Four. <laughs> Remember? Okay, not that young. <laughs> um, but Reed Richards always had the white hair on the sides of his head. You know, he's old. So yeah, but wasn't that from the experiment gone wrong? Not age. No, I think it was age. I don't know. He's old man. <laughs> so, uh, just because you know, I, I want to stop talking about nerd stuff. Yeah. Um, here we go. Superman Legacy casting is is pretty much rounded out here. I don't know if you've been paying attention to this at all, Jeff. 
no. Nope. Relics. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, you, or you, I guess. Uh, For me either. <laughs> so, uh, James Gunn, again, his name's come up a couple times here. Um, he's Superman? He, yeah, he cast himself? He did, in every role. It's kind of weird. I don't know how he's going to pull <laughs> off playing uh, Lois Lane, but I think he can do it. I think he can do it. So, yeah. Uh, so the guy. Andy Murphy. So I don't know how old some of this casting news is, but um, I was unaware of it. So we'll, we'll run through it real quick. Um, yeah. David Cornsweat is what? is Clark Kent slash Superman. Cornsweat. Corin. C O R E N S W E T. Cornsweat. Oh, I wish his name was Cornsweat. Yeah, I don't. This guy has been in some things, but yeah, he's relatively like he's not megastar that they're bringing in here. Okay. So that's good. This feels a lot like uh, Cavill all over again. Um, but yeah, we'll see what this guy did. He he looks the part. Like he's tall. <laughs> he's handsome. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah, much. Um, he's American. Getting our jerd back. Uh, Brits taking our, our greatest American. Uh, anyways. Um, you have uh, Rachel Brosnahan as Lois Lane. Uh, I, Alex, you might have seen some of it. I don't know, maybe Jeff, because uh, Laura was watching it. But uh, The Marvelous Miss Maisel? I've only seen one episode okay. of that. Although she was also in House of Cards. Um, I would have saw her from that, but I wouldn't remember She she was She was the call girl. That they they stash in like season one and I haven't seen the whole obvious season but um, in anyway I don't remember anyway um, so she's Lois Lane um, Nathan Fillion's supposed to play Guy Gardner <laughs> which I love yeah that's awesome <laughs> that's that's gonna be good because yeah. I think wasn't Nathan Fillion like the voice of Hal Jordan for one of the cartoons yeah I think I think he's done Hal Jordan but yeah just yeah just just going with Guy Gardner instead of Hal Jordan or John. Dude, that's gonna be so yeah, much fun. Yeah, um, John Stewart. That'd be. Yeah, they say that he's gonna. I mean, you can't not have the bowl cut. So yeah, it'll be it'll be mm-hmm. good. Um, <laughs> it was that guy Gardner. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there's other characters here just to, to speed things up. The big one, the other big one is uh, Nicholas Holt as Lex Luthor. I think that was just just, just yeah. That's a good choice. So I think yeah, I really like that casting. Um, shiny and Chrome. Um, so. Yeah, it's it's shaping up. They've got their the crux of the cast. I don't see I don't see Perry White yet. Um, but yeah, there's quite a few characters. They've got Hawk Girl because he's too busy munching on some grinding. Munching on some grinding. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh man, mm-hmm. that's kind of a deep cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the season to watch. Uh, that's true. Uh, but yeah, the the movie's <laughs> supposed to have Hawk Girl, uh, Metamorpho, Mister Terrific. Um, the engineer. It sounds like there's like a pseudo Justice League thing from the get go, uh, which is interesting. Yeah, maybe, but no Batman yet. Dun, dun, dun. I wonder if they're gonna. It's interesting that they're bringing to Mister Terrific because his character is like he's not Tony Stark, but like he's like the tech genius of kind of DC, or like yeah. one of them anyway. Um, so yeah, I feel like DC hasn't had that character. Um, in any of the movies, so we'll see where they go with it. 
Yeah. Well, it looks looks like this Anthony Carrigan who plays Rex Mason. I have no idea who that is. But he played... <laughs> no. He was in Gotham. What? He was in the Gotham show. He played Zaz. Yeah. Did you watch Barry at all, Jeff? No, I saw like one or two episodes, and we really liked it. We just for, never got back to it. But no, I never saw. Yeah, it. he has a he's a he's really good on that show. He has a, a character named um, uh, Noho, like North Hollywood Noho. I forget. Anyways, uh, number four on my hose list. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Noho. What about WeHo? <laughs> uh, number three. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, Superman stuff is probably not going to be out for another couple of years, but now we have casting. Still, yeah, next year. Probably, probably going, probably going full tilt on this now that the, the oh yeah, the actor strikes over. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think we've gotten the chance to talk about that since. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is that is over, um, and they'll never strike again because the studios <laughs> uh, have learned their lesson. Yeah, yeah, everything will be yeah. everybody will be treated fairly. Uh, yep. From here on forward, yes. fair pay, living wages. So there we are, and uh, <laughs> that's it for me, uh, Alex. Anything you would like to go? Yeah. On? Speaking of uh, DC, I just watched the Blue Beetle. It's on HBO Max. Okay. How was right that? Now. That kind of looks good. I didn't watch it, but it looked good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. There's some cringy moments just because it's like, oh, there. It's like some of the humor is like, ah. But it's the movie's very Mexican, and I, you know, I appreciate a good Mexican cast in a movie, and it was great. Uh, that's why I think a lot of the uh, serious moments hit home for me. Um, but all those cringy jokes that I was talking about, my kids love them, so uh, that's why they're there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was fun. It had uh, some '80s cheese to it, which I also am a huge fan of. So I recommend it. It's a good watch. You don't watch Cobra Kai, right? Or do you? I've seen one season of Cobra Kai. Yeah, because the main character, that kid, he is like the main character of that show, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I barely recognized him, but yeah. Yeah, if you only saw the first season, he's aged a lot, I guess, since then. But yeah, he's he's like one of, if not the main character of the show, and he's pretty good at that. Yeah, he's good in this. He's good as a Blue Beetle. There you go. I like it. Yeah, go watch it, people. Uh, aside from that, yeah, Black Friday's coming up. <laughs> A lot of deals are out right now, so get get your shop on. Yeah, take take advantage. I'm I'm tempted to buy stuff that I absolutely don't need, <laughs> which I well, should not do. Too, it's been it's, a, you know, it's been an expensive year. I should I really should. It's for the children. It's not for me. Wink, wink, wink. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Say no more. Say no more. Mm-hmm. What was the, I keep meaning to talk about something. Oh, real quick. Netflix. Uh, uh, Wes Anderson has done some short movies for Netflix, based on Roald Dahl short stories. And I mean, if you like Wes Anderson, then you're gonna like these movies. If you do not, who boy, he goes he goes full Wes Anderson on these things. So, uh, have you guys watched any of them? I was unaware of them. Oh, okay. They're, well, they're under different titles. So, the, the longest one, which clocks in at 47 minutes, is the wonderful, wonderful story of Henry Sugar, 
starring Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, I have actually, I have I have seen that. I didn't know that was a uh, a doll thing. Yeah, me either. But it's cool because he uses the same cast pretty much for all these movies, but you know, in different roles. So it's always Benedict Cumberbatch, Ben Kingsley, Rafe, Rafe, Ralph Fiennes, oh and uh, damn it, some <laughs> other guy. Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. And uh, what's the what's the guy with the uh, from the IT crowd with the weird afro? Oh, uh, David. I uh, something. I always forget that pronunciation. Yeah, something. He's more of a supporting actor in, in most of these and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's uh, like a total of four. It's got the the Henry Sugar, the Swan, uh, the Rat Catcher, and Poison, and they're all very good. Super quirky. Some are funny. Some are poignant. But uh, a thousand percent Wes Anderson. So, so there you go. So okay. So IT crowd. It's one. Of two, it's one of two guys, right? It's either Chris O'Dowd or Richard Ayode. Yeah, Richard Ayode. Okay. All right. Any, yeah. Anything else? As a as a Wes Anderson fan, I recommend. But that's it. Sounds good. That's what I kept forgetting. These SB weeks. <laughs> All right. Uh, if there's nothing else, uh, Jeff, did you did you catch any uh, traveling movies? Nope. Uh, uh... <laughs> nope. <laughs> that was just was like a cross between the Emperor no. and like I don't know what the other thing was. Midwestern. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't really watched anything i'm trying to think it's been a rough few weeks uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> got married did some honeymooning in hawaii i don't know if i could show I went to the volcanoes have you ever been to the big island go to the big island uh it was very interesting very fun uh just totally like you drive around the island it's a big island so you're driving a lot but it's like oh now we're it's just nothing but lava rocks and then another spot it's like rolling green hills and another spot you're in the jungle with waterfall it's kind of just all these different terrains out there that was cool oh, did you go to did you get to go to a black sand beach we did go to a black sand beach yeah, that's awesome bottom that of the gorgeous. island that was really cool saw some sea turtles um did you eat any of them did not eat any of the turtles I did oh. drink a lot. Um, <laughs> Just like a turtle. <laughs> yeah. Man, I love being a turtle. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was fun. We, the, I guess one of the cooler things we did is went up to Mount Mauna Kea. It's like the highest, it's technically the tallest mountain in the world if you go from the bottom of the ocean if you, if you, to, if, the, if you measure, to the peak. If you measure from the base. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it's one of the most popular spots for scientists to have uh, telescopes up there, just because of there's like very little uh, light light pollution and stuff like that. So you could drive up to the visitor center, which is I forgot how high it is. To say it's seventeen thousand feet up, but they won't let you go the last three thousand feet after dark because they don't want anyone up there to ruin the science research and stuff that's going up there. And you have to be worried of like elevation sickness and stuff. So we went to the visitor center. Yep. And it's amazing stargazing. Like I've never seen. Like you could see the Milky Way and just all that Sounds stuff. Cool. And they were, they had this lady up there with the, like, uh, like a park ranger or something. She had this laser pointer, 
that she said literally in, in Australia she had to register as a weapon. This thing was so strong. <laughs> she just points it in the air, and it's just you see this beam of light go like it was it was pretty awesome. Wow. And there's like one thing she pointed out to you can actually see that's in a different galaxy. Like that was just really cool to see. And there's one little speck. He goes, that's actually, and it's like a, not even a speck. It's like a blurb. Anyway, just, it was just really cool. Um, but it sucks. Like one, cause you're out there, but there's no control. So like one car, someone leaves early or whatever. Then the headlights hit you in the face and just like, oh, no, I can't see anything for five minutes. I got to wait for my eyes <laughs> to get better. And, uh, yeah. And then idiots walking around with their phones and cause it is, it's dark, but it's it almost should be like, okay, for the next 15 minutes, everyone just stop. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. light pollution is real. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it was really epic and that drive up there even though we didn't get to the worst part but even that part was bad and they're just like <laughs> it was so nice we're driving and there's like a wild boar everywhere up there which i guess is a nuisance and and the first time we saw one laura's like oh it's a pumba oh it's another pumba and then we saw lots of dead roadkill pumbas and it got sad really <laughs> <quick>. <laughs> oh look there's a dead pumba another dead pumba and yeah, the honeymoon was great, and then we did a. Uh, well, we couldn't go on the beach the last day and a half because there was a uh, like a fifteen foot tiger shark patrolling the beach, so uh, that's cool. You <laughs> yeah, just, you just, I mean, what are the odds? You just flick it on the nose. That's all you have to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but luckily, we had already done our beach days a couple days, so we were fine with that. But it was just I went to get some towels for the pool, and he's like, "By the way, we aren't getting out beach towels. Don't go in the water. It's a shark." Like, Thanks for the heads up, brother. I'm not going to the water. Huh? I, I think, but yeah, so far as... Go ahead. I think you could have taken the shark, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but otherwise, yeah, no new movie. I, I'm sure I did watch some stuff, but I can't think of anything, so... Full-blown holiday season now. Indeed. And sports. Sports, sports, sports. I beat Alex, Alex at Fantasy Football this week. Everybody's doing that. Yeah, I know, Alex. I think you're in last place, huh? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I, uh, I thought. You're welcome, Scott. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I, I, I thought I had set. So I'm in a work league this year, also, and I forget which league it was, but I thought I had set my lineup like because there was buys and stuff like that. Nope. So I just basically gave away oh, <laughs> one no. of my games. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've consistently, uh, been doing double losses every weekend. So, uh, it turns out I'm, uh, perhaps, perhaps not good at fantasy football. I should just let it auto draft for me. I think that was my problem. Like, I actually like five. Yeah, I learned that day. last year. Maybe I'll do it next year. All right. All right. I guess it. Oh yeah. Real quick. Jeff, how did you do on our quizzes? <laughs> um, so I listened. So I did listen to the first one, but I fell asleep during it. <laughs> Always keep them riveting. Uh, that entertainment, yeah. <laughs> and I, I was just embarrassed for Scott, just because he knows so much about that fucking shit. Like he hadn't even finished asking the question yet, and he was already, oh, Kimmy Matumbo, whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> Not in my house. <laughs> really, really, really. I'm an, I'm a nerd for. <laughs> well, it's because I know nothing about it, right? Yeah, so it just yeah. it's all foreign to me. So yeah, he, 
Alex is asking a question. I don't even know what it means, and you're answering it before. Like that's was just amazing for me. Because on his, it was all Simpson stuff, and I did pretty good. Like I was knowing pretty much the same stuff Alex was. And the one that I laughed at is when you asked him about the argument between Wade Boggs and Barney. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex like I don't really know what it is. I just know it phonetically and that was the same thing with me I just know it's hit the elder I don't know what that means I just yeah. know them. so I did laugh at that I didn't finish listening because I fell asleep and then I I kept like replaying it and then falling asleep and yeah yeah and I did not oh, listen gotta, to the second one yet I heard Brian to told me that you, you like quizzed on yourself or something like that which is <laughs> yeah let's see how well you know Alex <laughs> I don't want to know Guy who drops turds off his pant leg on Tom Sawyer's Island. That was That's all I need that was know. not one of the questions. Yeah, because everybody knows that question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are my fighter moments? <laughs> Which island did I put my pants? Trick question. It's been more than one island. <laughs> yeah. Catalina. It was Hawaii. <laughs> or Tom Sawyer's. All right. Is that it? Yeah, for real now. Yeah, All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Congratulations. Yep. Congratulations. Ten years. <laughs> Pod shot first. Oh, yeah, that's I right. We had a ten-year anniversary. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. <laughs>